Welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, the Jetsons flying car, well, it's finally happening. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. Remember the Jetsons, the bright future where everyone lived in the sky and drove flying cars? Well, 60 years on, those flying cars may be just around the corner. In fact, urban air mobility is the most exciting new segment in the aerospace industry. And urban is the key. Now, according to the World Bank, 55% of the world's population, that's over 4 billion people, live in cities. By 2050, the urban population will double in size and nearly 7 out of 10 people on Earth will live in cities. More than 80% of global gross domestic product will be generated in cities. So cities are the future of the planet, and as most people who live in them now know, mass transit and surface transportation in private cars simply doesn't work where millions of people are concentrated into city-sized areas. But there is a great untapped transportation resource in every city, the airspace above it. Now, the very affluent already use helicopters to exploit this resource, but helicopters have suffered from several problems which have never been fully resolved. They're expensive to buy, expensive to maintain, are difficult to fly, and they can't operate in an airspace filled with other air vehicles at low altitude. Now, keeping flying taxis from bumping into each other is a readily solvable problem, but making a suitable airframe and power plant, well, that's a lot harder. Until recently, the physics were simple. One or two large rotors connected to an internal combustion engine or turbine with a very complex gearbox and rotor hub assembly. The most popular configuration is, of course, a large single rotor with an anti-torque tail rotor, but this design initially presented serious problems. Forward motion meant that the advancing blades had more relative airspeed over the airfoil than the retreating blades, so the angle of attack had to be increased as the blade retreated and decreased as the blade advanced relative to airflow. Now, the hub mechanism to do this was, and is, complex and expensive. But battery electric propulsion changes the dynamic entirely. Decentralizing power into multiple electric motors carries no significant weight penalty because of the absence of complex gearbox and hub assemblies. Rotors can be fixed pitch, and with four, six, or more of them, they can be counter-rotating to negate torque effects. The collective control used by helicopter pilots to change rotor blade angle can be eliminated entirely and replaced with speed control of individual motors. Now, we've all seen it with hobby and commercial drones, and the system scales nicely into air vehicles large enough to carry passengers. Battery weight, well, that's considerable, but it could be strategically used to optimize the center of mass for better stability. But will the range be terrible? Well, yes, it will be terrible, but a 20-minute endurance with reserves should be plenty for intra-city operations when you consider the other major advantage battery electric urban air vehicles have, the fuel. Electricity is not only readily available, it's non-flammable and it's non-toxic. Every rooftop landing pad can be equipped with charging, and new generations of batteries promise 70 or 80% charging in 15 to 20 minute timelines. Yes, there's a lot to resolve, including regulatory approval and the redefinition of air traffic control over cities, but there are no fundamental hardware or software limitations to making that Jetsons flying pod a reality. So how long? Well, I'm guessing the first in five years and regular service in 15. Well, that's it for this week's episode of End of the Line. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.